podcast, okay? <laughs> and welcome to another Family Dinner Podcast. My Again. Is... <laughs> Here we go. Again. My name is Robert Rowell, and joining me was... David Vetrano. What? Was, and, that's right. And You're Michael out. Johnson. Was... Let's get in the time machine. <laughs> We had some slight technical difficulties, so this is the second go around for this same exact intro. It's practice. So, we'll release the bonus footage, which is the same exact thing. You will marvel how identical it is. Okay, guys, for the tops, a five, six, seven, eight. War bonds. <laughs> what a da-da, many wonderful time. I was, I was the shit. I, I was the sharks. So I was. I don't know why I was the shit. So I had no idea. <laughs> Yep, we had strokes the last time we did this. Put me in, coach. I'm fine. I haven't hey, gotten Robert. hit on the head 15 times. I'm good. Hey, Robert, how was your weeks? Uh, <laughs> I, I see three fingers. Uh-huh. So we're good to go. All right. With that in mind, uh, we just finished the movie spoof of Independence Day. Yeah. We just watched Varsity Blues for the first first time for Michael and I, Robert. This is yeah. the second go around. Yep. <laughs> You'll always remember it the second time, and then remember it every other time. It is, I think it's it's a movie we can easily make fun of. I think this might be the hardest one to sell on people. Yeah, it's, I mean, even though it was uh, the top, uh, one of the top choices, it tied 10 Things I Hate About You, it is not as, like, like nostalgic heavy as I thought it was. Like, everybody just saw it, and like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Hey, remember people play football? <laughs> they still do, yeah. but there was a lot of things wrong with them playing football back then. They called into uh, uh, issues that are kind of big right now, like concussions and, uh, uh, I guess, abusing children for old man glory. It's, and they deflated a football. That <laughs> happened. Rewatch it. It's especially yeah. weird, like, as a semi, well, pretty close to adult, like, knowing that these are 17-year-old kids who are going to the strip club and drinking for free and all this stuff. Right, and, and having a teacher pop up and nothing yeah. really happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it's one of the hot issues. They're like the women going around having sex with these kind of boys and this is pretty much like something that would easily land her as a sex so, offender. Are you telling yep. me the the 2016 version of RC Blues would have that teacher sleep with two of the football players <laughs> just to be more topical? Oh well, uh, she she would have to be cool. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> I guess the only way the kids <laughs> like me. They got learn about sex ed. I, I like the fact out. that her act was sex ed, and she actually taught sex ed because she was so method that that she just had to do that as her day job to learn more for her role right. in the strip club. Because that's how she was paying for her car. Somewhere, Daniel Day Lewis of strippers. Yeah. Somewhere there's the silk stockings that told her version of the story. You have David Duchovny opening up a letter. (laughs) What was really weird was the lady that went up before her is actually a firefighter. Ooh. (laughs) Nice harmony. We're opening a strip call called Methods. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So when you see a sexy nurse, when she gets off, she's going to the hospital and drawing blood. (laughs) I work in accounts receivable. I got an old adding machine that looks like a penis. Becky, get a new job. I can't. I'm invested. My 401k is in this. But she goes back during the day, and she's a better accountant because of her stripping experience. I I can see it coming into play. Exactly. 
she's sitting at her desk, and, and all of a sudden, like she, like her her stripper senses start going off. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> she so hears cherry pie in the background. What else is she gonna do? Glitter <laughs> just puffs out of her eyeball. Like, yeah, exactly. What happens is basically she's sitting at her desk, like, oh no, what happened to the Johnson files? What do you mean? The files are all switched up. The accounts are misplaced. Wait, I can do this. Cherry Pie starts playing. She takes off her bra. <laughs> she sits topless at her desk. It's like, I do it better this way. <laughs> That's what she's used to. That's how she's comfortable. Yeah. Do we have any extra money? Just put in my G-string. We're good, okay? <laughs> oh, and we need, our, we need a, uh, more money in our accounts? We'll set up a champagne room. That'll be perfect, okay? And, and, and char- overcharge for beers. Labeled beer, all right? <laughs> Not any of your fancy titles like Coors it's, or Miller. It's weird. She doesn't know how to start the day with just coffee and without a DJ announcing her arrival. <laughs> that, that's her punching in. <laughs> J to desk three. Day J to desk three. Coming to, coming to, to desk, desk three, three is J. East Indies rare material. <laughs> Which is lovely lady in her abacus act, apparently. <laughs> you won't guess how she counts them. <laughs> uh, when the actual spoof happens, we're just going to hit play on this and not actually be there. Nope. No, we don't want to watch this again, so. Fuck no. No. <laughs> For weird, long Mila Jolovich nipples. Yes, that was, yeah, it was cold in there. Is all I kept. Is she known for having long nipples? Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. I'm. I'm being ganged up here. No. I mean, like, if you just put Mila Jovovich in a Google search, it will be not the first, but third or fourth. Right. Ridiculously pointy nipples. Right. You could hang a gun. It's like a gun rack. (laughs) (laughs) And they used that go across her chest. That happened in one of the Resident Evil sequels. Yep. (laughs) Yes, and. That, that, those were her pasties that she, she she would twirl around, were full guns, and then she would just blow up everybody around her. So, yep. okay. She's Lilu. I like <laughs> She was in a Three Stooges remake where she blinded Mo with her nipples. Hey, she ain't no Amy Smart, but she'll do, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> but thanks to everybody that came out to Independence Day Spoop. Uh, we had a good time. I think 130, 140 people came out. So uh, thank you, everybody that came 300 out. people came out. Good job, guys. Yeah, nailed it. We don't care how many it really was. We're, we're, we're imagining that everybody showed up, and it was a fantastic show. Because we didn't have party. Because we didn't have any common cards. Because we are done with them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The, well, the person that ruined it will just never have it again because of you. Thank you for saying we told rape jokes because that's all we can think of now. Is like, huh, maybe we should get their opinion about what we did for the last show. Oh, yeah, they thought we sailed rope jokes, so guess what? We're not going to have any more of these opinions. Of course, my first thought was just to get a comment card and write too few rape jokes. So <laughs> I had no idea what to think in the analysis, but yeah. I did like where people were like, hey, where are the comment cards? You know what you did. <laughs> Rub the audience's nose in it. Roll a bunch up like a newspaper and smack them like a naughty puppy. I think the problem is uh, they're, they like mentioning what movies they want to see us do, even though... Unless we put it down on the list, I don't think we've come across any suggestion that has been wowed us. Good, <laughs> not even wowed us. I would even say like it's it's just been they've been okay, or they wouldn't be our style. Like it wouldn't be yeah. it would be something that you can make fun of. So it's not like Varsity Blues caliber, is what you're saying? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like they they want us to they, do they comedies, g- <laughs> which I don't know how. I mean, look. 
if it so happens that we end up doing Jingle All the Way for Christmas, right. then let that be the litmus test from then on. If that goes great, fine. I'll eat crow, but uh, otherwise, <gasps> yeah. He's going to eat crow, guys, the if you all laugh meat. at us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if it, if it doesn't go off that well, I feel like that's the whole argument for not doing Princess Bride and other comedies. It's, it's already Bride? there. No, no, no. I wouldn't even suggest doing Princess Bride, even no. if it was a suggestion. It's, yeah. That's not happening. That That is actually entertaining and fun to watch. I'm not doing that. It's going to be the weird stuff. I, I, I like the idea of uh, following up on childhood movies that we thought might have been good at one point but are not are definitely not good like doing a jumanji would be fun mm. i can definitely get behind a jumanji I now uh it's a wonderful life i remember somebody else brought that up uh no no not, not, <laughs> yeah someone brought it up yeah they did they sure did no actually <laughs> I, I totally messed it up what's the one with the kid in the bunny suit and the leg oh up? christmas story yeah, yeah we're not doing that one because like even though i feel like we could do it there is like a weird cult-like love for that, and that scares me to to even poke fun of it. No, yeah. it, I wouldn't suggest do doing that. it because it's actually it's not that it's entertaining. It's just I don't want to do it. Uh, maybe maybe like Christmas with the Cranks or uh, Four Christmases might be a good one. Or uh, I'm just trying to think of the ones down uh, that that have happened somewhat recently. Do you know this might be the most recent film we've made fun of? Really, Varsity Blues. Because oh. I was going through in my head, like I think ninety nine, ninety nine, yeah, ninety nine. Why don't we have not had a film from the two thousand? They've all Ooh. been eighties films and a couple of nineties films. That's pretty much what we've done. Huh. So yeah, we're venturing off into territory. <laughs> well, maybe that's how you, maybe that's the direction we should stick to. I don't know. I don't know. I, I what You're like bored with has it, there been yeah. has there been a Christmas movie that's happened recently? Oh, what about the Grinch film? That happened recently. Oh god, that or was Or the Christmas so Carol terrible. that happened recently. What about the the, the, the uh, De Niro one where he he has like the two separate families or something like that? I don't know that was one. Is that one of the Fokker related films? It's, it's no, I think it was like an <laughs> it's in the like Fokker universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy knows. Yeah, I know exactly what happens. You have Samuel Jackson says, "I think I think you you'd be perfect for this other family here." So. <laughs> It's when, when this family gets in trouble, we, we use that one. So, uh, no, no, I don't... I'm trying to remember if there's been a, a film with Robert De Niro Christmas-related other than Brazil. Uh, I'm going to say I, I can't think of one. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but... We got the I, Vince Vaughn Reese Witherspoon, Four yeah. Christmases. Was he in that? Uh, no. But I just did recent Christmas. This Christmas, The Holiday, Santa Claus 3... Black Nativity... I think we can do that one. <laughs> they must kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Was Tyler Perry's Christmas happen? Oh. That'd be a nice one. Anything with TP play. in it, I could, I could say, is doable. TP for my ball. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, the great Nailed it. Which is exactly what I wanted Tyler Perry for. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's smooth. He, he's got only if he's, he's dressed buoyancy. like a woman. Only if he's dressed like a woman. Oh, yeah, we'd finally have a woman in our group. Good job. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it any day. That's how we get it. Yep. That was also interesting doing that interview beforehand. <laughs> so, oh, how was that interview? I didn't listen to it. Oh, <laughs> there wasn't anything to listen to. It was no, it's, yeah. She. Uh, it's uh, there. Oh, that one. Yeah, the we, advocate. Yeah. Yeah, we we've got uh, like uh, the advocates doing a profile of things that happen around town. In July, and we have our uh, improv show on the 24th, and we are going to, uh, uh, the, the advocate are, is going to advertise that for that morning, 
and she she asked a few questions, and it's been asked before, why are there more women that do do this, mm-hmm. and why don't you have any women in this group? Mm-hmm. And both times we had to say we kind of don't mind if women show up and help us on yeah. the. It's not because we've excluded them. This is not. Yeah, we're equal opportunity. It's just no one's taking right. said opportunity. We're happy to have them. Evan was a girl once. Yeah. We made him change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking of Everybody's Fine, the De Niro one. Okay. But I don't think they do Christmas. I don't know. I got confused. Sorry about that. I'm off my phone now. Sorry. Hey, hey guys. What's going on? What's going on? What talking about? What's going on? We're talking about you becoming a lady. Think about shaving that beard. We need someone to take a hit for this dude. Dude, have some pretty elbows. Just call me Billy Bob because I got you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's happened before. It's not just this, but it, I, open mics also have that question: Why aren't there more women to do this? And we we did a radio interview once. Me, Mike, and James did a radio interview. And I think I was more candid than I should have been because because afterwards, Mike and James kind of looked at me. And, and we're basically saying, you know, you probably shouldn't have said that. What, what he just said. And I was like, you, you know who's going to listen to this? Fuck Nobody. It. All right. Well, now that I'm curious, what the fuck did you say <laughs> that would make them? I, I, I Only express, 12 people will hear you this time. I know. Oh, I, yeah. I express my anger over what is what really happens at open mics when it comes to women. And it, it wasn't just a, oh, well, it, it's not a, a good atmosphere. Maybe we it, it's not as encouraging. We just don't realize it. It's women want the spotlight. And if they go to an open mic, they only get five minutes. So they generally don't show up if they're not the headliner. And that's just what I've known for, when it comes to open mic. And then, like, she was taken back by that. I was like, yep, that's the case. I can you see tell- what I told you not to say that. <laughs> I can see that. And this was a woman interviewing you? Yep, of course. Oh, that's even better. Even better. Okay. Did you ask her why we weren't recording in a kitchen? <laughs> Did you ask her why women aren't funny? That would even be a... Oh, don't give me that. Give me a start on that. Oh, man. Hi there. Welcome see, to the women show. And don't worry, sweet tits. I'll take over from here. <laughs> women and waitresses, both the same thing, man. Uh, Robert just gets seriously hating on uh, waitresses and waiters. <laughs> oh, I, that's new to me. I was like podcast four. <laughs> oh, then it's not new to me. I'm very familiar with the back of my <laughs> Go back into the, the long archives. True is. believers, yeah. That's what we used to try to do. No, I think that was when we first started talking and stopped doing improv. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. when we did the real world on the <laughs> podcast form. Ooh, I don't want to scare you. We normally don't have animals uh, other than my cat show up, but there is a lizard on the other side of this room right there. You see that bad boy? No, you can't because he's a chameleon. There he runs. You see him? You see him? He's on the floor. He's also, the there's a unicorn and there's a funny girl riding. Yeah. Ah, see, I was Robert there for a second. <laughs> but now I see that lizard. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's just be- he's hanging out being a lizard. No, oh, okay. He's just doing lizard things. Things that lizards do. I live like a slob, so animals are welcome in <laughs> my house. Yeah. If only uh, I had a cat to get rid of it. Oh, uh, that would, that would be so on? sweet. There's a knock on the door. He presents his card. <laughs> lizard killer. <laughs> and cat. <laughs> So, uh, since last time we've been on the podcast, we actually all did a uh, mystery room, a locked-in room. Ooh, that's yeah, true, that was we fun. did! So, it was us and a couple other friends. I think uh, there's ten people in the room, and we only had two strangers. They came in two minutes late. Oh. Ugh. oh Ruined yeah. our time. 
Uh, like, hey guys, what's going on? What do I do if I open up this lock? So, no, 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 no! <laughs> Stop solving things, you genius! <laughs> uh, some, some of the people who did it with us were from Hazakas. I don't know if we want to cr- cross-promote that way, but yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that cricket heard me. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine, as long as I got at least one with that cricket. Which no. will eventually happen. <laughs> hey, David. Hey, what, what Being a new listener and not knowing anything about these mystery rooms, how about give me a breakdown of what you actually did? Sure thing, Quiet Robert. Well, the way these things work is basically you're put into Quiet a Robert's my favorite Robert. <laughs> I'm like Quiet Riot, but it broke off and it was just the one dude. Oh, God, it's so loud. This guy playing bass, he was Robert. I, I, I don't want to take it. I just, I just don't want to take it. No. You're thinking of Twisted Sister, goddammit! It's come on, feel the noise! Uh, Okay. Okay. Girls, rock those boys. Clue car, clue car. Oh, so it was uh, clue car. uh, Promotional, give us money. Uh, So what happens is basically. (laughs) That's their logo, I didn't know that. (laughs) Cha ching! Really strange. But uh, you go into a room, and basically there's two different themes. One's Mardi Gras, one's voodoo, but all since it's in the south of New Orleans, they kind of do that. But basically you go in, and you're given cl- uh, like an initial clue, and uh, you start unlocking things, finding keys, and getting on to the next step, which leads to the next clue that leads to the next lock that hopefully gets you out of the room within an hour. The best advertising we've seen was with YouTube in the Conan O'Brien clip. You can see that where he got Definitely. locked in with his uh, producer, mm-hmm. and uh, they they just show him slowly going insane and trying to open up doors and doing whatever. I wouldn't say it was the same type of room in that the, the room that Conan was in, it seemed like there was more puzzles. Exactly. It was a lot more puzzle-based versus hide-and-seek type elements. Right. We, we went into a room. There was ten of us in, I would say, about an 8 by 8 room. And, so you're claustrophobic. And, not really the best. And we're told not to move the, the pictures, and there was nothing but pictures in that room. <laughs> and it felt like we had to move them all. That, that, like every single one of those things. They actually marked items in there that, said, that, that told us these have nothing to do with what you're looking up. Like, they had that little key sign on. So, right. uh, and that's all I looked at. It was like, there's something there. So, there's definitely, like, a little poster on the wall that had a key sticker on it. So, that means it has nothing to do. It's just there for decoration. Well, I did not see the key sticker. So, I read the five paragraphs <laughs> on the poster on the wall. I was like, all right, everybody else is listening that's to the That's meant audio. for the bored girlfriend who's, like, stuck there for, uh, against her own free will. You know? Everybody else is listening to the audio clue that first plays when you go in there. It's like, no, I'm going to read this. I'm going to get ahead of everybody. <laughs> so, that way, when they say 1984, you'd be like, that was the year that so-and-so happened. No, I did that too. It was like the most voodoo-related thing in there awesome. until we got to what was phase worse? Two. They had that huge book. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I kept thumbing through. I could see if something there was going to be something related to that book. Uh, you got us, voodoo room. Robert was slipping slowly into madness, adding up page numbers to make other numbers that were going to be parts of a code. <laughs> it was a nine eleven conspiracy theory yeah. stream. <laughs> Nine plus one plus one is eleven, and yeah, uh, clearly it's this page. Now eleven another, Washington Way. Another thing that goes. <laughs> Next on, clue is at the White House. They have cameras in the room to watch you, so that way if you do like mess up something, like you drop a painting or you're about to grab something off the wall, they can say, hey, "Don't grab that." Or if you're lost and there's like thirty yeah. minutes left and you haven't it's even gotten the second out. clue, they'll say, "Hey, check the bones." Oh, spoiler. Whatever. Anyway, uh, so they'll do like that. And then they also can taunt you. If you say, hey, I have to go to the bathroom, they say, don't pee on the floor. 
or other things like that. So it's a nice little element, but... Uh, That'd be interesting if you peed on the floor and then it revealed the next numbers that you had to open up. <laughs> like that, they were actually waiting for you to do that. There's no sticker on the floor. We could do we, this. Could we somehow get 10 Nicolas Cage impersonators <laughs> all yelling about the National <laughs> Oh! 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 And they just do that for the whole hour. I love the idea, but I think if you lock them in a room together, they only one will emerge. Right. All of a Highlander sudden, one of them takes a spray can out of his jacket and sprays the cameras black. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't come out until an hour later when one Nicholas Cage comes out covered in blood. <laughs> you I, just hear, and this will bring back your honey! <laughs> I do kind of want to go back wearing mustaches saying, like, so these robes you got here, uh, let's see. Do you really think they'll memorize us at all? No, then no. what do you mean? We haven't been here before. You tried to say we have been here? No. No, nothing about this room. What's your record for this room, by the way? <laughs> Why what are you do doing thumbs? <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know that I would even remember well enough to do that. I, I was just like off my own little corner with a puzzle box being like, how the fuck? Oh, I'll pull on this. So like I know one I really piece of it lo- super really well. I luck into a combination. I was trying to get to the numbers I thought was right and it opened. Yeah. And it opened just for you. You hot stud. Mm. I blew on it. Mm. <laughs> hey. It was a Nintendo cartridge. Was that I, <laughs> I said Olive Garden and it opened. Oh, God. Independence Day was good, and if you weren't there, I don't know what to do for you. Yeah, we can't do it again, because we hate doing the same thing twice. We want to do Die Hard again for Christmas. That's basically what we're telling everybody <laughs> here. We want to do the da- we do, we want to do the David Tandy-less version, where it's a bunch of fast-forwarding and stuff. It's just us this time. Yeah. Ye? You I and mean, the audience. No, no. Okay, we wouldn't do the fast-forward, maybe, but we definitely are going to keep the Family Matters car driving. <laughs> like that's too good. That was pretty good. Did that just not work? What, what was the deal with that? Oh no, it was amazing. Basically, while uh, John McClane shooting the machine gun at, uh, uh, welcome to the party, pal. You know, like to let him know that shit's going awry. Yeah, yeah. He backs up and stuff hood. like that, and that's when he decides to add in clips of the Family Matters theme. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, introducing everybody. Gotcha. It, 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 it's a rare condition. This Love and tradition on the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, we had one of those too. Of course we did. Jinx! Oh, no, David can't talk now. No, I just I'm Robert Durst now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I killed them all. Gotta blink with different eyes each time. He's telling me something in code. What does it say? <laughs> Drink kill or Ovaltine? What? <laughs> yeah, you little orphan. Coming out of that room, you start to think everything's a code just because that's it your really- mindset, <laughs> and it takes a while to work out of it. It really is like you're kind of getting there. It's like okay, this is overwhelming. What's going on? Then afterwards, you're still in that like adrenaline. Like by the way, we got out in nine minutes and thirty seconds. Apparently, a very awesome time. Uh, we got out in forty-one minutes and thirty seconds. That was how much we had left. Was nine minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, I would be um, way more impressed with us. If we did <laughs> <in 100%. laughs> 
I like where your head's at. We You're ambitious. In, we shook each other's hands, and then we put the code <laughs> in the door, and we walked out. We also flipped off the cameras. Yeah. That were <laughs> if we memorized the code, that's all we would have to do. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. In your opinion, what would be the creepiest thing for the workers to look at? While we waited for like five minutes before solving the code, like what if we just all <laughs> stared like the the uh, like just oh. at the camera, or do we just sit there and we all turn up at the ceiling for a mouth open and go ah? Like every minute we write a number on a piece of paper and then we show it to them, like we know what it is, <laughs> and we just constantly like, and was... then and then we wait a minute and not do anything and then do it again. Where we write the next number, and then we just put them into the pad, and it says, all right, where, where's our shirts? We get <laughs> okay. them for free now, I, don't I we? I have no idea how we'd pull it off, but I think since it's like its own genre of movie now, horror movie, is if we tried to pull off some poltergeist shit, where like all of a sudden we're all staring at the camera, then one of us just gets picked up out of like magnets, I don't know. I don't know how magnets work, I'll confess that right now. But anyway, if we had that happen, or like one of us get yanked from one room to the other, that would be badass. Michael Juggalo Johnson... Okay, so Mag- what we have to do Magnus. is... Explain to me how they work. <laughs> we spend the first three minutes of everybody except for one person looking around a room frantically like they normally do. That person is then hacking into the camera to make it loop the same footage three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just like speed. We get one of our guys to wear a white suit, just stand in the middle of the room where everybody else uh-huh. is doing action around... And then he, he's like, oh, he's going to do something. Oh, yeah, because they think that there's 10 of us, but there's like Ocean's 12, and there's 12 of us, and we have one guy hacking in from the outside. Yeah, you know, I was thinking, Ooh. either it was the speed where we loop the footage, or we have a model room that we show a video of to the camera. So that, <laughs> <laughs> and or we do... A little do diorama a Den- that we live <laughs> Exactly. Or we do a Denzel Washington Inside Man, where we shoot the hostage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all walk out. <laughs> <laughs> but we built a fake wall for us to hide behind. It looks like the and same the, exact wall. And then the next my hobby is in. picking locks. <laughs> we could just pick the fucking locks. How can we distract them enough so we can build a fake wall? We just have like three people standing between me and the camera at all times. Like I don't know, crocheting, just whatever actually takes up their space. Okay, this is what we need to do. We need to go in with a group of ten. And have two consecutive uh, uh, rooms, right? It was like the 6 o'clock and then the 7 o'clock. We hide five of those people behind the wall. <laughs> and then we walk out. But really quick, it's like, oh, that was fun. Bye. <laughs> and the next group comes in. It's 15 people. Because <laughs> you wouldn't feel claustrophobic with 10. It takes 15 to make you feel like it's... Re- I was on my hands... And knees looking underneath various. Uh, We're turning. We, you turned we, over that cabinet. <laughs> yeah, we we flipped the rug, and there was nothing underneath that. There rug. was I the rug should have been. Something. I thought so too. It was by first call that there was no sticker on the rug. I thought it was a very obvious place to hide some long document or whatever that yeah. would get us started. But now I was. It Although was, it was less that puzzle was great based for the thought. people that came late. The very first thing they see as they as they walk in is us holding the rug. Hi there. They were like, <laughs> we're not here to play. These fuckers are thorough. That was their first impression of us. Yeah. yeah. But it was a fun time. Uh, if you're it. claustrophobic, I would not recommend it. But otherwise, uh, it's definitely a fun outing. Apparently, uh, a lot of people I know that apparently did it said the Mardi Gras room is a lot harder. Ooh. Mm. And we rubbed it in those people's faces when we got out of there, <laughs> actually. Now that kind of makes me feel bad. Does yeah. that mean they've done both of them? 
Uh, I just it seems like everybody that I talked to or I've read about that did the Mardi Gras room had a much lower success rate than the Voodoo room. Ooh. Like you even look on Instagram, okay. like that's how I found the photo of us, uh-huh. and it just says like Voodoo room. Look at these winners. Voodoo room. Look at these. Look at these guys with great time. Voodoo room with just a minute to spare. Mardi Gras room. They traveled all the way from Kentucky and lost. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we did that Saturday. We went over into a. To New Orleans? There could have been something else we did, huh? No, we also got food. Oh, boy. The town filled with food. What kind of food did we eat? <laughs> we got noodles, noodles and pie at a place called... Noodles and pie. Noodles. Oh, God. You took yeah. it down. I was, I, you were waiting too long. Don't worry. I'm going to get rid of the pause so we don't even see it in here. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, no. no no, no pause for the dramatics. I or I'll just make it really long. I thought it was really tasty. Oh, and then also Robert explained the uh, first five minutes of the last Boy Scout to a group of people and the whole plot of Tango and Cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> he excruciating detail about Tango and Cash. I, I, I will tell you, I had a lot of caffeine in my system, and I had no problem explaining that stuff to anybody. I'm a little mellow right now. I won't do the same, except I will tell you about this new one. <laughs> Uh, are you all familiar with Parks and Rec? Of course. Yeah. Uh, there's that scene where Andy has to uh, entertain all the Leslie Nope supporters while she's doing the live debate, and the cable's out, so he has to describe the plot to Rambo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all, like, at first, like, oh, what's this bullshit? And they all became fixated. That's kind of what happened at the table yeah. with Robert. I, I almost, I am almost certain other tables were listening into his explanation of Tango and Cash. I was sitting there like, oh my god, he's still talking about Tango and Cash. But about three people in front of me, they were like, oh, and then what happened? <laughs> was was Tango okay? <laughs> Shit like that that just kept you mean, fueling they don't the fire. Like each other, but they can work together. But they're like buddies. Oh. Yeah, that's what makes the movie so great. Well, I don't know why they, they keep explaining that to everybody. I really do feel like that's something we could do where it's like family dinner Kickstarter. Hey, thank you for get, letting us buy the rights to this movie that we want to do. So for the $100 people, you get to come to the Mansion Theater and watch us watch a double feature of Tango Cash and The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> I don't think I could be $100 funny. <laughs> no, it wouldn't even be funny. You just hang with us in the Manship Theater. Yeah, oh, we're just, oh, we, we our, call in a favor with Steven and we watch a double feature of these Robert movies. Our presence and the movies themselves are worth 100 You get okay. to hang. Okay. We'll bring beer. I do feel like on a night that they don't have anything that we could do a double feature on, on at least in the theater, because I never did cash in my chip for uh, seeing Roar, so, so we could easily <laughs> do something else. Please, uh, but please they... don't spend it on Tango and Cash. Why? It was so awesome. Hey, hey, Michael, whenever you find a genie, you get to make the wish. <laughs> Charlie over here found a golden ticket, so he's going to cash it Is in. This is how you trick me into rubbing your lamp again. <laughs> Fool me once. I forgot what I was listening to, but they were talking about rubbing, like, like hey, why didn't the genie come out? I was like, I don't know. Like, did you rub it wrong? And it's like, yeah, you got to stroke the tip. Like, you don't know how to rub a lamp. Like, if there was just a very specific way you had to rub a lamp, like, you got to play with the top like a nipple. I really wish you had, like, a show's name to put at the top of this and it felt a little less weird discussing with you. Hey, but read I'll my fan going. fiction. Hey, Michael, Michael, look at me in the eyes. Can you read my fan fiction? It's about genies. He <laughs> had the coldest, deadest eyes when he said that, and then there was a slight smirk at the end. Kazam! That's what I say when I call it. Don't preach, Shaq. If you were to do a double feature of movies that, that nobody else has seen, I, I, let's say the golden ticket's been passed, 
to somebody not as worthy as me. What movie movies would you would you force people to see that have been considered not the best movies in the world and might have to force people that into actually watching them? Alright, that is like recommendation. Like there's a lot no, of no, it's movies. Not, it's not a recommendation. It's this movie's so bad it's good. You gotta oh. sit there and watch like a double feature. Because I, I I in my right mind know both Tango and Cash and Last Boy Scout are awful films, but they're so fun to watch. So are but do you have that kind of movie De- in your head? Depending on who's listening, I don't know if this is even gonna count in your, your bad movie thing. But just because it has a special place in my heart, and I know that it is on like the list of B movies, I will always love Starship Troopers. I know, like Johnny oh, Rico my... is not exactly A list, but that's my desert top five right there. I, I include that in just about anything. So, okay. I love Starship Troopers. That's a fantastic movie. Okay, so like I don't know if it counts on your list. It's of a perfect mix of RoboCop and Saved by the Bell. You don't see anything. Okay. Like, yeah, that, that, that's. It's about the, the I, those are two things like I didn't think could go great together, and they most certainly do. Uh, it's this movie. <laughs> oh, and Casper Van Dien. Yep. <laughs> There's no other reason for me to know that guy's name. There was a, a version of Tarzan that he did like the year afterwards, and they kept pushing the Casper Van Dien of Starship <laughs> Troopers at, after every single one. And the only other movie besides that I know he's in is Sleepy Hollow. I was gonna. Oh, oh, you're right. He was actually good in that. I was gonna say Starship Troopers three, but oh. yeah, yes, that's also. <laughs> you mean the thing they filmed at Comic Con last year, yeah. where he was signing autographs? He, he was too good for it for number two, but like by the time three came around, he was like, "All right, He's yeah, this is about paycheck. where I'm at." Do you like want to live forever? Sign <laughs> Casper Van. Exactly. <laughs> he was just like, "Hey, uh, Casper, you want to be in Starship Troopers Zoo? I got that sweet Tarzan movie." I'm going to sign that check. There's, I, wow, I don't know. I really feel like one that could be mine is a talking cat. You haven't seen it yet. That doesn't I know. count. So it does, it's that in out. the future. Yeah. I don't. There, there's another great movie. You playing movie. video games doesn't count either. So. Damn. There's another great movie that I can't force enough people to watch, even though, I again, I don't know if it counts on the list of B movies. It was, it was um, too high budget for that. It would be Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay. I love that movie. I, I think, think it's that's great. A fun, I think that's actually a good movie. I, I have would, a hard time getting people that haven't already watched it into it. Well, I, I tell you the big problem that movie has, and it's not fair to say it, this is a problem with the, the movie. It's all those fucking college kids, am I right? <laughs> Damn kids and they're learning. <laughs> no, it's the preview, man. The preview kind of gives away everything. And that's that, that killed me when I saw it. I was like, well, I, I see where you're going on this, and I, it's cool. No, I it, like the whole thing is. is I, I like the concept behind it. It is very much like a a horror film that flips the genre up, and it's nice to watch a film like that. Yeah, a la Cabin in the Woods or uh, some other horror film that I can't think of. I'd have to do, do more googling than I'd like to at the moment to see which predates the other. But yeah, I think it's kind of like a horse race because Cabin in the Woods was made like three years before it actually got released. They they were having a hard time distributing it because the company that uh, that actually owned the rights, Univer- uh, United Artists, went bankrupt, and then they had to sell it off. It's the same reason why we didn't see Bond for like five years because it wasn't that they couldn't make it. It's just uh, United Artists owned the rights. They went bankrupt, didn't know what to do with it. So 
there you go. I don't, I don't have anything for this category. Like bad movies that are so bad that you'd want. I mean, I have things I feel like people should see that probably haven't seen, and they're mainly like Korean foreign <laughs> stuff. Okay. What's like a Netflix gem? Like, I might do. I might do. What is something that you found that you think no one else has seen, and you think you should get out there? Preferably doesn't involve tentacles, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't think enough people have seen uh, Kung, uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Really? And for good reason. That film was awful. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that film. It had definite bright spots that were extremely memorable. Maybe it hasn't aged well. The rest of it god, I wanted I, used to, I memorized that movie. Okay. I memorized it because <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. It wasn't my selling point to you. That was how much I enjoyed it. All right, fair enough. That, uh, that, 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 that's one. Uh, half more likely, but yeah, we'll we'll say needle. one. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some boring. We talked it wrong on purpose. As a joke. As a joke. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Uh, you had another one. Let's hear it. Come on. I I don't. I I, I don't think I do. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I know. I'm the I'm the one that's obsessed with movies here, and that's all I think about like twenty four seven. So that's. I've got anything that just from the holster. You just ask me a category or something, I'm going to pop right up and say something. But that's just me. Okay. Marco Kidder! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to do. Okay, but what about... Catcher in the Rye! Jesus! That's a puss! Why did I even do this? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Is J.D. Salinger dead? Because I was just about to say he was rolling in his grave. I had no fucking clue if he's dead. He died recently, actually. Good. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> yeah. That's about the only place I knew where to take that. I like he listens, that, I like he's that one of the 12 people that listen to this podcast, and he died. Fuck him, then. We're down to 11. I like that this idea. This podcast goes to 11, okay? And that is it. I like the idea yeah, like the of J.D. Point. Salinger being alive. He's like, man, he's rolling in his grave right now. And you just see him looking at the guy that sells graves like, nope, this feels comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> just really trying to get it. If I ever Dave, turn into a zombie, I could easily move around in here. This will work. David was You're really going to roll in the grave to know it's quality. David was like scratching his back like a puppy, just going side to side. Puppy. Like a puppy. <laughs> I don't know if I have another movie. And you Puppy said, videos? Is that all that works? Are you saying Last Boy Scout and Tango and Cash would be your two? Yeah, of course. And Samurai Cat. <laughs> yeah, of course. Samurai <laughs> Cat. <laughs> the cat is clearly too cute to take an assassination contract out on successfully. Right, of course. You have to know that when you're, when you're assigning a number to the life of the cat... And how adorable it is. But I don't think enough people have watched Raid 1, Raid 2. I don't think enough people have watched A Company Man. I don't think enough people have watched any of those foreign kung fu. Company Man? Oh, Company Man wasn't that good. I'm it not familiar with that right. one. I liked it. It was, it was all right. It wasn't Raid. Yeah, no, no, nothing. I mean, <laughs> raid! <laughs> I easily say, like, was Raid this year? No, it was 2014. Raid 2? The second one yeah. came out last year. Last year. I mean, I say for each of the years that they were in, best fight uh, choreography. Of Ooh, I can't better be- than John Wick. Yeah, yeah, of course. I even thought of that. That's exactly the movie I compared it to no, in my head. You, you I throw, really like John Wick. No. Out there. John Wick was good, and it was the uh, Taken kind of fighting. It was mm. no. Hear me mm. out. Mm. Man, hulking out. I don't eating eat one yummy sandwich. I thought Frankenstein was seeing fire there for a second, but yeah. John Wick's choreography was a lot of quick cuts. 
Yes. No, it Fuck wasn't. No. No. It cut around, but it wasn't. It was choreographed in so much that he hit them one or two times, double double tap with the gun, moved on to the next one. It wasn't long. Like there's three feet separating me between you. Maybe I make it. Maybe I don't. <laughs> you call John Wick a cut movie again? We're gonna find out. <laughs> I'm just saying, the fight choreography in Raid Two was better. I, can, I feel 100% behind that. John Wick was an excellent movie. If you have not seen John Wick, it kind of went under the radar a lot more than I thought it deserved. It was an excellent movie. But John Wick, I think, was trying for something different in that it had a story to it and like a plot in ways that I don't think Raid 2 was really going for. Mm. Right. And I thought those were really right? well done. You remember my original review of the Raid 2 when I said, oh, the plot and the story were so good? No. I said the fight choreography. <laughs> yeah, he's just like that with Air Bud, too. He's like, the second one. And I'm, I'm not an also. He's like, look, did I say Air Bud was entertaining in any sort of way? No, there was a golden retriever. Yeah. And he played basketball. Yep. There just, wasn't a rule. He <laughs> left it out all on the field. And that's why we had to cancel the Oscars. Guys, guys, there's nothing in the rule book that said, didn't say a golden retriever could play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the basketball age quarters. What? I got to write golden retriever in there now? I already had a monkey. <laughs> I feel like it should be taken to the Supreme Court. <laughs> Look, we need to add this for all 50 states. I no dog can play football. <laughs> I will watch that as long as Air Buds in a suit <laughs> being represented. <laughs> you, Wait, you I tell the whole I, truth, no. nothing but the truth, me, good boy? No, no, no. I, I need to call my surprise witness Air Bud. There's nothing in the Constitution that says you can't cross examine a dog. <laughs> let's, just, let's just start knocking out these animal buddy movies like two at a time here. We'll have his agent be a monkey in a suit, and that way we can just get a twofer. That's ridiculous, Mike. You're right. I, it felt bad when I was saying it, and I feel bad about myself now. I'm going to cry. You can make mockery of basketball. You can make mockery hey. of football. But don't even try the law system, okay? Clint, no. Clint Eastwood was in a movie with a chimp. He was in two movies with a chimp. Touche, Robert. I stand corrected. Actually. You're yeah. right, Robert. Air it is a great <laughs> idea. Airbud attorney at Paul. <laughs> God damn it. Me, please. Shut it down. We're not going to make a better Find joke than that, me. as sad as it is for me to say. Give me money. <laughs> We're not going to make a better joke than that. Fair oh. enough. Uh, so, as we mentioned, our next podcast uh, might not happen before our next uh, spoof night. So, we, uh, we'll, we'll tell you August 14th. We're making fun of the movie Varsity Blues. Ooh. And then on November 6th, we're making fun of the movie Back to the Future. And the next, full of ghosts is, and, is why we're... And the next improv night is July 24th. And we might not have a dressing room again. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Damn those little eight-year-olds. <laughs> Why can't we dress with eight-year-olds? There's nothing in the rule book. That, <laughs> holy shit, no, there's a lot of rules for that. I don't know. Oh, is there? <laughs> I thought it was like a technicality, but that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, we've had another podcast. We've done some entertaining. We've, we've done, done a little podcasting. Yeah. We've said a couple Huzzah! Things. Nope, wrong one. Oh, nope, <laughs> wrong one. I was so close. People won't probably hear that one for another couple months. Nope. It'll be worth the wait, though. Yeah, it'll allow for the website. Yeah. Ooh, we should do like Take Netflix and release it all at once. 
Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) We should do that and act like he was on purpose. I have talked to Cody. I say release everything that we've done after the Ankeg arc. Yeah. And then after that, that's like the... You ever... Okay, Michael knows this. Robert, just go to your happy place. You know, like, Uncharted, where you, like, you you beat the first level, and then all of a sudden, Uncharted comes up on the screen. It's like, oh, man, that was just a tutorial. How awesome is that? Like a James Bond movie with the first action sequence. Exactly. Yeah. If you pardon us forever... Be the best friends, nobody that's, knows. that's actually his quiet voice right now, too, is, is the weird thing. So that's my thoughts on it. I kind of told that to Cody, but, you know, we have to actually get a website and everything to plan this. Yeah, we do have a website. A, well, uh, I mean, in a technical sense that, like, we own the domain name. You know how many episodes of all the ones we've done are up so far? One. Ah, ah, ah. Keep going. <laughs> nope. Oh, we're done. That's Damn it. it. I just need to teach myself some HTML so I can I can add some stuff to it. I could probably it. make my sister do it if you're just saying. Oh, hey. She would need, like, whatever keys and everything to get into it. But... <laughs> pull some pigtails, yeah. you know, give her noogies, you know, normal stuff. You no, know. but she could do that. She could make it, like, recognize whether or not you're on a mobile device and make it adapt itself and all that kind of bullshit. So she's actually pretty good with that kind of thing. I'm back in my head. Because it's her job, more or less. <laughs> Does she have... I, I mean, shit, I've, we can pay her. <laughs> that, that just got recorded. That just now it's for forever. I would have lost. Ah, kind of listen to some of the stuff y'all did. Not this episode, <laughs> Alex. Don't listen to this episode or the one. Nah, you're fine. The one before you're gonna be fine. Yeah, that so, two people got what I just said, but whatever. You can say what you, you say, Robert. You will be like openly acknowledging to your sister. Uh, that hey, um, she already knows. Okay, <laughs> could you do a website for We've the Dungeons and Dragons? We've already had that. <laughs> she watches Community, so she was like, "Oh yeah, that thing that Joel McHale was like an elf for." And yeah, no, that was fine. It looked yep, kind of that's interesting. That's how Gary Zizak introduces the people. <laughs> if he were better I've at fucking guys. marketing, he would have. <laughs> Hey, so like 15 years, a guy named Joel McHale is going to be on the... Oh, God. David, he was alive then. Joe McHale... Fuck, I can't even say his name right now. Jail McCole. Three yeah. more times, guys. That guy. No, he'll appear. Um. Anyway, Joe McHale would... Joel still McCole be- is a jazz singer. God damn it, David. <laughs> Joel McCole. He was fucking alive then when they came out with the first edition. He just wasn't exactly in TV yet. We asshole. saw your anger audio, Marks. <laughs> This is the first time I've been audible this entire time. <laughs> yup. They don't give me a mic. It's a pattern. <laughs> we just thought it'd be redundant considering your name. <laughs> I'm the one person who insists he doesn't go by Mike. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> I wonder if these mics are sensitive enough to pick up me actually beating your ass. But <laughs> yep. Robert's tested it. This will be like a .5 episode since we've already kind of done our exit thing on here. This is just anger issues that we're, we're just hashing Guys, out here. Let's just, let's just turn the couch around. Hey, you fucking poked the bear, okay? <laughs> you poked the bear. This is what you're going to get. By the way, I'm the big fierce grizzly bear in that analogy. I don't know if you got that. <laughs> you do have honey all over your face. <laughs> Why is it so sticky, my stupid fucking dad? Uh, cards Against Humanity is good. stupid fucking face. Yes, you're right, you're right. Hey, guys, we did another Family Dinner Podcast. Yep. That, that was another one. Yeah. Starring your best friends, Robert Rao. Or Quiet Robert. Quiet Robert. And David Vetrano. Angry Michael Johnson. I hope you come back next time. You hear? Sit a spell, drink some lemonade. Maybe fan yourself because of that hot, hot weather.
the vapors are going around. Nice. I don't wanna wait for a night. Yeah, you say thanks right now. Thanks.